In today's podcast, I'm going to answer a listener's question. Silver asked, could you do a podcast on how to stagger your microgreens in the best way so you can always have fresh ones on hand? And that is the question I'm going to answer in today's podcast, which is episode number 50. Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com. But in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grow will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to the Mikey Greens Podcast. This is episode number 50. And again, I'd like to thank Silver for putting in a question to my email address at toddathomemikeygreens.com. I really appreciate it. It really helps to decide on what to talk about. I am often perplexed on what to discuss during these podcasts, so when I have a suggestion or topic, it really helps a lot. I am probably not the best person to answer this because I don't really have a system to stagger my microgreens. I'm usually growing so many, whether it's for uh, website content or for myself or to test seeds that I always have more than enough microgreens available. But I do have some ideas to help you with your question. Before I get into that question, I'd like to throw out another thank you to Mary, who actually bought me three coffees on the last podcast. I really appreciate that. It really helps to know someone appreciates what you're doing and takes the time. People think that podcasts are pretty easy, that you just sit in front of a microphone and talk. And while that is a large part of it, there are also costs involved. There are also a lot of times doing the thumbnails, uploading the video, doing the show notes, putting it on the website and scheduling it. So it takes quite a while. It's not as bad as writing a blog post, which can take me up to um, even just writing them a week to get everything done. Podcasts are generally about four or five hours for each episode, but still, it's I really appreciate you, Mary. I really appreciate that you bought me some coffees, and uh, thank you a lot. Okay, the question on how to stagger microgreens so that you always have fresh ones on hand. There's lots of ways you can do this, but first, let's get into the environmental issues. I think the best way to grow microgreens, and I am definitely, again, another one not to really um, do as I say here, is to have your conditions about the same as you can. I know most normal people have heat or air conditioning on, and their house their house or home is pretty much a pretty even temperature within five or six degrees. I am not like that. I generally do not use air conditioning, and I generally even don't even turn the heat on. It's generally um, in the mid-50s a lot of mornings when I wake up. So I really have to time my plantings with the weather, with the temperatures. Again, I know most people don't have that, but the more that you can keep the conditions the same, the same amount of light, same average temperatures, it'll help a lot so that you can actually develop a pattern on how fast or how quick each variety of microgreen is going to grow. Another helpful tip would be to take good notes, especially in the beginning with each variety. You need to figure out how long it takes these to germinate, and how long it takes you to harvest them or how long it takes you to get to that first day of harvest and how long you can grow that microgreen before you have to harvest it and put it in the refrigerator. The better data you have, the more accurate you can be. Now, you can just start out with a simple uh, app. I use One Day, which works really well. You can use a spreadsheet. You can use a piece of paper. Or if you're growing microgreens, say for other people, you can always go to the microgreen manager and I'll put the episode that talks about microgreen manager down in the uh, show notes. 
Now, most people aren't to that stage where they really need Micah Green Manager, at least the ones listening to this podcast. But taking good notes so that you have some idea of when they're going to be able to be harvest is going to help you a lot with your scheduling. Another thing with notes, it's, I, I would take halfway decent notes on how many microgreens you use through the season. Do you use more microgreens during the summer or the fall or the winter or the spring? Um, just, you know, your habits of how you use microgreens. That will help you decide on whether you need to plant more or more of a variety or more often. Once you have those data, it's going to really help you a lot. That way you know your radishes harvest in six days and you have to have them all gone within three days from there. So that's a nine-day cycle. Or whether you're growing broccoli, which takes about eight or nine days to the harvest. And you can grow it for, again, maybe four days before you have to harvest it and put it in the refrigerator. Or maybe it's kale, right, which is the same as broccoli. Maybe a day slower than broccoli. Maybe it takes 10 to 12 days in order to harvest kale. That kale can grow in that tray for up to two weeks because you can eat the uh, true leaf form of the kale, where with radishes, after two or three days, they become tough and hairy and really not that palatable. So um, really depends on what microgreens you grow. And I'm going to talk more about this a little bit later on how this can help you um, schedule your growing or stagger your microgreen growing so that you have uh, microgreens available all the time. Another thing that you need to consider is your day-to-day schedule. I know that when I was a consultant, I really had no idea where I was going to be. Sometimes I was home for two weeks in a row. Sometimes I wasn't home only one day a week when I was on the road or doing sales. So um, it really depends on your schedule. If you're home all the time, obviously this makes it easier. If you're home most of the time, um, if you're going to have friends over for dinner or whether you're going to other people's homes or whether you're going out or the holidays. So you really have to check your growing schedule with your daily calendar if you keep a calendar and see how the following weeks are going to go. So again, the the more that your schedule is the same, the easier it's going to be. If your schedule is hectic, then the harder it's going to be. And maybe you just need to grow uh, when you think you can and take advantage of it when you are home. But I know a lot of people have a more regular schedule, and this makes it much easier. You also have to consider how you're using your microgreens. Now, a lot of people take microgreens and just put them on their salad. So if they have a salad every day, they're using microgreens every day. So if you're eating salads every day, it makes it a lot easier. If you're using your microgreens in your food, then you obviously have to plan your microgreen growing schedule with your food schedule. In other words, what's coming up. Now, I've said this many times over how much I like to use celery microgreens when I eat, when I have stuffing or dressing or however you want to say it. So I have to think out 40 days before Thanksgiving of when, or Christmas when I'm going to make or when I'm going to grow these tray of celery microgreens that I can harvest and use in my stuffing or dressing, depending on where you are in the country. I might even do things backwards. I know that, again, I have to test a lot of seeds for germination. So say I have a lot of mustard seeds growing. I'm like, well, Jason. 10 days, I'm going to have a couple trays of mustard. What am I going to do with it? It's a good time to have tacos or fajitas or something like that that I like to use the mustard microgreens with. So a lot of times I plan my actual food schedule around what microgreens I have growing or how I'm going to use them. Same if I'm having, say I have a bunch of radish seeds I need to grow, then I know that I'm going to be having either pulled pork sandwiches or I'm going to make a coleslaw that I use that recipe with the radish microgreens in the coleslaw and have it on tacos. So a lot of times my 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 menu basically is depending on what microgreens I have growing. Now I know this is backwards to most people, but it might not be a bad way to think about it. 
you know, just grow a variety of microgreens and say, well, geez, in 12 days, this is going to be ready. So I guess this is what I'm going to have or what my menu will be on those two days when those microgreens are ready to harvest. But for general purposes, if you want to have fresh microgreens all the time, the best way to go about it is to grow a lot of different varieties. And I say this because different varieties take different lengths of time to grow. Along with that, you need to grow microgreens that are quick and fast that you need to use right up. And you need to grow microgreens that will grow, that will grow a long time. They have a long shelf life in the tray. That way, if you have a bunch of other microgreens that you need to use up, those can continue, continue to grow in your tray and you're not wasting them. Everything else aside, I think that is the most important thing would be to grow many different varieties of microgreens that have different grow schedules and shelf lives. That way you have faster growing microgreens that make up for the periods when your longer growing microgreens are still growing. And you have microgreens that can have a longer tray life so that if you have to use up some microgreens before they uh, overgrow, those can continue to grow into trays while you use up the ones that you need to. So just to wrap this up, good notes. Keep track of how long each variety of microgreen that you're growing takes on average and how long you can grow it in a tray before you have to harvest it. Figure out how many microgreens you use a day or a week or a month. Figure out on average how many meals a tray of microgreens takes you to use up. And look at your calendar and plan out those longer growing microgreens or herbs that you may be using during the holidays or for special occasions. Figure out what time of year you use the most microgreens and what time of year you use the fewer microgreens. Then those special microgreens aside for your regular daily microgreen use, grow different varieties that have different grow periods or different shelf or different tray lives. That way you can react to what microgreens are ready, use up the microgreens that have a shorter shelf life or a shorter tray life, and then let the ones that have a longer shelf life or can grow into the baby leaf stage continue to grow. One other thing I like to put in here, instead of growing microgreens for your menu, maybe change your menu to how your microgreens are growing. It's really hard for me to comment on that because I don't know how everyone uses their microgreens. I'm going to assume the most common way people use microgreens is to have them on a salad, or add them to a salad. Or maybe they use them for a sandwich topping. They don't use them in their cooking so much. And if that's the case for you, then I would just grow a whole bunch of different varieties of microgreens that have different growing schedules and different shelf or tray lives. That way you can use up the microgreens that you need to sooner and let the other ones continue to grow. And I'm going to add to this, growing in small trays really helps. The size of the tray will generally matter how, how many microgreens you use a day or a week. But by growing smaller quantities more often, you can better schedule what microgreens you need for the following week. Well, I hope my rambling has helped you, Silver, in this. And I really appreciate you asking the question and again. Thank you, Mary, for, for the coffees. I really appreciate that. You know, growing microgreens to stagger so you have fresh microgreens all the time really just comes down to experience. If you do anything for long enough, if you practice enough, you get better at it. You have a better idea, almost a sixth sense of what you need to grow when you need to plant. And don't be scared to have more than enough microgreens available. More Grow more microgreens than you can use. You can always harvest them and give them to a friend. Maybe you'll get them interested in microgreens. Just for an example, I know that my mechanic, the guy I always take my car to, um, is an avid gardener, but he doesn't grow any microgreens, but he has a salad almost every day. So when I have an overabundance of microgreens, say I have to test a bunch of seeds for germination, 
or I have a customer that reneges on an order and I have to, and I have a whole bunch of microgreens left over, I just harvest them and give them to him. I know he enjoys them. I know I really enjoy his service that he always gets my car in when I need it. So I'm just repaying the favor by giving him a little bit extra too. So don't be afraid to grow some extra microgreens and give them away. If you have the means, share the means. Again, I really appreciate you hanging around for this podcast. And um, if you're listening to this right now during the holiday season of 2023, I'm running a sale every day, a different variety or a different sale up to the new year. So check it, homemakergreens.com. Go to the store and see what is on sale today. It takes only a second to go to homemakergreens.com and check and see what's on sale. You never know how much money you can save. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I hope the holiday seasons are treating you well, and we'll talk to you again next week. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Micah Greens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemicagreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of microbes. Let's keep growing.